Hi, welcome to Your Business, Your Rules. I'm Kat LeBlanc. This is the podcast for people who want to start and grow an online location independent business so they can live a life of freedom and choice on their own terms. Welcome to episode 60. I have a business idea but need help. So you've got a business idea but need some help. You're probably thinking, what do I do? How and where do I start? So don't worry, we've got you covered. The foundational elements are key to the success of your business. So first of all, congratulations for acknowledging that you want some help with this. Once you have your business idea, the next steps are one, check your business idea is right for you. Two, understand your ideal customer. Three, create a simple offer. Four, test your offer. Five, decide how to communicate the value of your offer. Six, find some people that might want to buy it. And seven, build out your marketing machine. So let's look at that in some more detail. Step one, check your brilliant business idea is a good fit for you. I know at this point you are probably raring to get started, but take a minute to sit with what running this business will look like for you in the future. Does it fit with your life goals? If, for example, you wanted location independence and to have lazy mornings, running a bakery is unlikely to be a fit. If you want to be able to work from home most of the time, a business as a motivational speaker might sound exciting, but you're probably going to hate the travel. So does your business idea lead to the life that you want for yourself? I wanted to be able to work from home most of the time, but also to have the freedom to be able to travel, make my home anywhere, and my coaching and consulting business checks those boxes. Is it something you care about? To be brutally honest, if you don't care about the work, when the going gets tough, you won't do it. And I know this from when I've had to do work that I don't care about, so no judgment here, it's just going to be that way. It's easy to end up picking a business idea from a list, but what you really want to do is come up with a business idea that suits you and that's important to you. Does it fit with your personality? We all have different ways of showing up in the world. Some of us are more analytical. Some of us are more creative. Some people might want to have a sociable business that, for example, might involve in-person events. Others just want to work by themselves at home in relative peace and quiet. If you want more information on aligning your business with your personality, definitely get your entrepreneurial design profile at myentrepreneurialdesign.com. All three of these elements, so the lifestyle that you want, your personality in terms of your work style, how you want to show up in your business, and whether it's something you care about, so whether it fits the purpose that you want for your business, these three lead to self-actualization which is ultimately what we want. More than freedom, more than meaningful work, and more than buckets of money. Although, of course, all of these things are amazing too. But ultimately, we want that satisfaction that comes from all of it coming together. 
Okay, we're clear on the idea. Now what's the first step? Maybe you're thinking the next step is to build your website, right? If you want your business to be a success and want to save time and money in starting it, don't work on your website quite yet. Think about it this way. If you've decided you want to build a house, would you go out and immediately start buying bricks? Usually not. When you're going to build something physical, you start by mapping it out. You make a plan. You get clear on what kind of house you want how you want to feel in that house, which rooms you need, what materials you might want, and then the building process can begin. It's similar in business. Once you have a business idea, the next stage is to get some foundations in place. I want to be clear here, I'm not suggesting a fully mapped out business plan. Why not? Because at this early stage, you don't have proof of concept yet you don't know if it will work. Instead, what you need is what I call a concept to test. So instead of writing out a huge business plan filled with numbers that in reality you would need to make up, what we do instead is take the shortest path to testing your idea in the market. And that means making some foundational decisions about your business and trying it out in a low pressure environment with minimal setup. Using this strategy means we quickly get feedback and can also have you working with your first clients within weeks, not months. If you want more information on this, you can check out episode 16 for the testing process and also my masterclass that you can see on my website. Step two, understand your ideal customer. It's important to check whether or not your ideal customer will be motivated and be able to buy your product or service. Ideally, it should address a strong pain point for them and hit one of the seven buying reasons. You want to know what their hopes, fears and desires are. What pain point does your business solve? When will they look for help and what will their reservations be about buying from you? While answering these questions can feel mundane, this is going to help you sell your product, step five, and build out your effective marketing machine, step seven. When you understand your ideal client, you're also better positioned to explain how you're different and why this makes a difference to them. So if, for example, you had a managed Facebook ad service, it would be important to know if many of your clients had had negative experience with with having their ad account shut down. And one of your points of difference could be that you have a relationship with Facebook and can safeguard their account. So understanding your customers means you can meet their needs. Step three, create a simple offer. And I mean simple here. Many people at this point feel they need to make the most spectacular offer, including worksheets and courses and videos and whatever else feels particularly amazing. Resist the urge to do this. There are three important reasons why you need to keep your offer as simple as possible at this point. One, creating a complicated offer with lots of different pieces will take too much time and ultimately time is money. Two, creating a complicated offer will give you a place to hide and procrastinate. Yes, I'm looking at you. 
Three, creating a complicated offer is completely unnecessary to making sales. People want their problems solved. They don't need 50 worksheets and 27 videos. So resist the urge to create a year five offer when you're at year zero in your business. You just don't need it. Create the simplest, easiest way to offer your service and get clients an initial result. Step four, test your offer in the marketplace. So the next stage is testing and at first you do this for free. Test the smallest offer you have with someone who has the problem you solve in exchange for a testimonial. This will help you tell if you need to change anything. Maybe the session needs to be shorter or longer or maybe you need to prepare differently. It also gives you social proof in the form of a testimonial and you get real life experience of how it feels to do this work. So no, at first it may feel terrifying, but over time, if it's the right idea for you, it will start to feel amazing. Step six, decide how you want to communicate the value of your offer. In other words, learn how to sell your offer. Selling is just helping people understand how what you have could help them and giving them the information they need to decide whether or not they'd like to enter into a mutually beneficial relationship. They want your help more than keeping their money and you want to help them and be compensated for it. It's pretty simple, right? Now your initial reaction might be, but how do I do that? I don't have a website, a brochure, a business card or anything at this point. People buy from people. The easiest way to be able to come up with a mutually beneficial arrangement with someone, i.e. make a sale, is to speak with them. Which means it's time to learn authentic sales. Step 7. Build out your marketing machine, including your website. At this point, you know your business idea is a good fit for you. You've learned about your ideal customers, have created a simple offer, have tested it, potentially even made some initial sales and you've verified the idea in the marketplace. Now it's time to build out your marketing machine, which includes your website. And honestly, you would have needed all that information to make a compelling website anyway. You need to have your offers figured out, to write the words that sell your services and to understand your ideal client before putting that all together into a website. Answering these questions about your business first will make putting together all that content much easier. Because how can you write compelling copy if you don't know what your unique value is? How will you know what kinds of images to use if you don't know how you want people to feel when they get to your site? Testing your idea first will lay a strong foundation for your business. The website is really just the walls and paint colours in this metaphor and those can be easily changed while the foundation must remain solid. And if you try to make it up before you know what you're doing, it will show. If your clients can sense any confusion, they won't buy and they have to trust you know what you're doing. So if you want to have a business that gives people a consistent message and leads them to buy, make sure to do the groundwork and test your idea first. If you'd like more detailed information on how to set up your business using this process, 
and get paying clients quickly, come to my free Zero to Paying Clients Masterclass at catleblong.com forward slash masterclass. I cover business ideas, the process to get you started, what not to do, the startup traps to avoid, and of course, getting paying clients quickly. I hope that was helpful for you and I look forward to speaking with you again soon. Thanks for listening to Your Business, Your Rules. I'm Kat LeBlanc. If you like this show, I'd love you to subscribe, share, and leave a review on iTunes. And if you'd like to continue the conversation, head over to my website at catleblanc.com. Until next time.